This is the Misfit Vegan Podcast, episode 287. The reason you can't change the way you're eating is because you only want to change the way you're eating. You don't want to change anything else. It don't work like that, my boo. Have you ever heard the expression, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything? Yeah. So you want to just change the way you're eating because you want to lose weight. Okay. But a lot of things go into changing the way you're eating. First of all, you got to change the way you're thinking. You got to know why you're doing this. You got to stop looking for the quick fix because it don't exist. You got to change the way you shop. You got to buy way more fruit than you think is normal, than the cashier thinks is normal. You see, if the cashier and the people behind you are not concerned and asking questions, you're not buying enough fruit. That's right. If you go to the store and nobody ever says anything to you, if nobody ever says, whoa, whoa, (laughs) what are you doing with all that? Yeah. If nobody says, what are you going to do with all those grapes? What are you going to do with all those bananas? What are you going to do with all those apples? If nobody's saying that to you, you're not buying enough fruit. Because let me tell you right now, common sense is not common in 2023. And everybody wants to be healthy, but nobody wants to buy health food in abundance. If somebody buys, you know, four boxes of cereal, nobody says a fucking word. If somebody buys four bags of bread, four loaves of bread, nobody says a word. Isn't that strange? Somebody buys two cases of soda. What's the problem? What's the problem? (laughs) But if you buy 10 bunches of bananas, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. That don't even make sense. You got a pet monkey? Are you a monkey? Are you part monkey? You feel me, boo? Okay, I like to make noises when people ask about the bananas. Like, yeah, I'm part monkey. That's why I'm so cute. Um, So you're going to have to accept that you're going to have to change a lot more things than just the way you eat. Because how can you possibly change the way you eat if you don't change anything else? You got to change the way you see food. You got to start eating a lot more quantity if you want to be a raw vegan or you want to be a healthy human. Fuck being a raw vegan. If you want to be a healthy human, you got to be a raw vegan. That's (laughs) okay. Try it another way. I tried. Try another way. Try portion control. Try counting calories. Try paleo. Try keto. Try everything. Boo. Try it. I did. It didn't work. Maybe it'll work for you try it. The only thing that's ever worked for me was eating an abundance of fresh, ripe, juicy, delicious fruit and vegetables, nuts and seeds sometimes. Why not? That's it. That's our species-specific food. And see, I have friends that tell me that not everyone should be eating the same diet because it depends on their microbiome and it depends on where they were born. But see, we're the only species on earth that believes this. We're too smart to have any common sense. We're too smart for our own good. We've been corrupted by the media, by the professionals, by the medical industry, by the meat and dairy industry. 
Unfortunately, we're the only species that believes that because wherever a lion is born, a lion eats gazelles. A lion eats raw meat wherever it's born, any continent on the planet. An ant, wherever an ant is, it eats what it eats. Wherever a cat is, a cat eats what it eats. But a human, no, that depends on a blood type and the ancestry and the, the, the microbiome and the... What else do people fucking play themselves with? Oh, let me think. Let me think. Boo, no. We are frugivores. And we thrive and become healthier eating a fruit and vegetable-based diet, mostly fruit. So now the people that feel like, I don't even want to address these people, but basically let's just talk about it real, real quick. And then I got to go. If you start eating more fruit and vegetables and you eliminate processed foods, meat and dairy, what is going to happen is you're going to get sick. Yeah. Because all of the toxins, the meat and the dairy are going to be coming out of your orifices. That's a word, right? Your nose, your throat, your butt, your vagina, your ears, all the holes, okay? And what's going to happen is your eyes too. You have crusty ass eyes in the morning. And then what you're going to do is you're going to get a colonic because a colonic is going to help flush out way faster because, you know, technically you don't need a colonic, but you're going to be suffering. Why suffer? The colon is going to flush out your large intestine, which is then going to flush out your small, your small intestine. And that is going to flush out your kidney and your liver and your lungs and all in your spleen and all your other organs and your skin. Okay. And all your lymph nodes, because getting a colonic is like picking up the drain in a dirty bathtub. Right now you're sitting in a dirty bathtub. Of course, you're going to start getting very sick because fruit is the most cleansing food on earth. And so, of course, the fruit immediately gets to work. That's why some people say they're allergic to some fruits. No, you're detoxing. Fruit is very, very powerful. Very, very powerful. There's no raw vegan on this earth. You cannot find one raw vegan on this earth that is allergic to any fruit or vegetable. Literally, you can't find it. And I'm talking about a raw vegan that's been raw for at least five years or more. They're not allergic to any fruit or vegetables. Find me one and send them to me. I'll give you $10,000 if you do. How about that? Yeah, send me their blood test. Show me their test from a lab that says they're allergic to a fruit or vegetable. You can't find it. And another thing, okay, another thing that you don't want to change is the way you interact with people. You see, you want to get fit and you want to change your body and you want to change the way you eat because you want to feel better, right? But you don't want to change the way you interact with your friends and family. You want to be able to eat what they offer you. You don't want to stand out. You don't want to be a big deal. You don't want to make a big thing out of a thing. You don't want to feel like a burden. You don't want to feel like, oh, like I'm making a big deal out of this or I'm making them feel bad, or I'm like the center of attention and I don't want it to be all about me. I'm just going to eat whatever is there. It's fine. It's totally fine. No, it's not fine because you're listening to this podcast because you want more for your life and you don't want to live in a body that you don't love. You get one body. You get one body from the moment you take your first breath until the moment you take your last. Why? 
Are you living in a body you don't love and appreciate and feel comfortable in? Because you don't want somebody else to feel bad. You don't want somebody else's feelings to get hurt. You don't have to hurt people's feelings. When somebody offers you something, I told y'all the story about my birthday. Remember? With the cupcakes? And they had a whole fucking surprise party for me. Meanwhile, if you missed that episode, you played yourself, but I'll go over it one more, one more time. I started a new job and it was my birthday. I had been raw for like eight years. I don't, no, I don't eat cooked food. I don't eat cooked food because me, food addict, I can't eat cooked food. If I eat cupcakes, cookies, cakes, candies, vegan, I'm off. I'm, I'm closing my account. I'm not, you're not going to see me exist no more. The day I start eating processed food again or cooked food again, junk food, cooked junk food, okay? Cupcakes, cookies, donuts. Okay, I'm not talking about steamed kale. Let's just calm down here. But the day I start eating processed foods is the day that you'll never hear another podcast or YouTube from me ever again, okay? You'll never see me again online because I'm not a fake and I'm not a liar. And I know that there's a million ways to make a million dollars. I can't live my life being a fraud. You'll never, ever, ever see me repping this lifestyle if I'm not living it because I know that's a miserable existence (laughs) because I know a lot of these raw vegans personally and they fake (laughs) they not live in the lifestyle and what they're doing is yeah they're making a lot of money but that money doesn't make them happy it doesn't make them feel good and they feel like a fraud because they are let's move on so I had the party the birthday party they, they did a surprise birthday party for me and they came out with all these cupcakes and the woman, my boss, she was like, Jeanette, I got these cupcakes just for you. They're organic, they're gluten-free and they're sweetened with dates. And I was just like, oh, she didn't get the memo because she only knew me for a month. You know, she only knew me for a month and I had just started. It was a raw vegan food and beverage company, but I was, of course, the only raw vegan out of thousands of employees. Uh... That's another topic for another day. But um, basically, she didn't get the memo that I'm, a, I'm like a, a real raw vegan. I'm not like one of these like fake ones. Because like there's a lot of fake ones that just eat, you know. And that's okay. You do you, boo. But see me coming from a food addiction, I'm zero or 100. I'm either raw or I'm obese. That's how it works in my life. I've accepted that. And so... I'm obese and out of control and miserable and depressed and having health issues. So I apologized. I said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't eat cooked food. Oh, I'm so sorry. And she says, no, no, I know. But these are date sweetened and they're gluten-free and they're organic. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can eat this. I was like, oh no, I'm so sorry. But thank you so, so, so much. And I gave her a big hug and I said, I'm going to take one home for my sister if that's okay. She's like, of course, please take like 10 because they had like a lot. And yeah, that was a really difficult moment. Okay. Like out of the past 12 years being raw, um, that was a top five hardest moment. Maybe Tessa, remind me, maybe I'll do a, an episode on the top five hardest moments. There was another one that was really hard. It was my fault though. So the other one that was really hard was that it was my best friend Awa's birthday. So I got a bunch of friends together and I made a reservation for this amazing vegan 
um, French restaurant in the Lower East Side of New York. And I forgot the name, but it's some fancy French place. And I looked at the menu and I was like, hmm, they don't even have a salad, yo. Legit, the only thing on the menu was fresh orange juice. That's legit the only thing that was raw. So I got there. Of course, I brought my fruit. And, um, you know, I'm sitting there and everyone is freaking out because the crepes and the bacon and the uh, everything. I think they had like pancakes too. It was dinner, but they had all, it wasn't pancakes. It was crepes. And it was like, they had crazy things. And everyone literally was freaking out. And they kept like saying, Jeanette, please, you have to try this. (gasps) You have to. And the, one of the people that I invited was raw. Of course, he was eating that food because, you know, he not really raw. He was like, you know, regular raw, you know, like, you know, 90% raw. But he gives himself wiggle room because he don't have a food addiction. I had a food addiction. I can't have wiggle room. It doesn't exist for me. If you can do it, you do it, boo. Live your life. But I can't do it. So... They were all freaking out and whatever. So I took out my sumo oranges. I started peeling my oranges and dipping them in the orange juice. And I was like, no, no, guys. Mm, It's so good. Do you guys want to try this? Because these sumos are amazing. And they were like, I'm so sorry, Jeanette. And it was very awkward because they were just making all these noises. You know how people make, "Mm," you know, all the sexual noises when they're eating food that's amazing. So... Yeah, I know you guys are going to rewind that to listen to that noise again. But anyway, um, I'll never do that again. I, I learned my lesson. And of course, I paid for everyone. So it was like $600. And because I had it like that back then, don't don't try to go out to eat with me now because I will leave your ass with the bill. Okay, being an entrepreneur, I'll leave your ass with the bill. But I used to be somebody in New York and I was making lots of money. So I always paid for everybody. And um, I didn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't the money. It was that I felt so isolated and alone. And I wasn't interested at all in eating the food, you know? It wasn't, it's not food for me. I, I'm not, I don't crave or I'm not interested in cooked food, but it just felt very lonely. And I'll never do that again. And um, yeah, I mean, I've gone to restaurants since, you know, bringing my fruit. I asked for a plate. I put grapes on the plate. But that specific one. I'll never book like a whole meal at a place that doesn't even have a salad. And I truly don't enjoy going to restaurants um, personally because there's really nothing for me. Except there is a place here in um, where I live and uh, you can literally order a a papaya or cut a pineapple or watermelon and that's really, really cool. So that's a cool place. Uh, But the, the fruit's never truly ripe. We won't even go there. We won't even go there. I do it sometimes. They have great salads there too. Um, But the dressings are terrible. You know, oil and stuff. So obviously you guys can tell why I want to open my own restaurant because I really can't eat anywhere. But it's funny because I actually wrote a list of 20 places that um, somebody could go on a date not involving food. You know, because if you're dating or if you're just hanging out with friends, a lot of times food is like the entertainment. And so I actually wrote this list. So if you guys give me a second, I'm just, hold on, getting the list. Because it's actually a lot of places. 
And we need to learn, even though this episode was about you don't want to change, but we're still on topic, guys, because what I was saying was you don't want to change the things you're doing or the places you're going or the places, you know, you're hanging out with your friends. You don't want to change that aspect, but you're going to have to. You're going to have to. If you want to change the way you look and the way you eat, you're going to have to change a lot of other things. Not everything, but a lot of other things. You're going to, ha- you're going to have to start saying, no, I don't eat that kind of food. Thank you so much, though. Thank you, my boo. You're amazing. No, thank you. And how about no explanation needed? How about that? Okay, so I wrote a list of 20 things you could do besides eat because eating is like our number one form of entertainment. But hey, you could go kayaking. You can go to the beach. You can bike ride with people. You can go see the sunrise or the sunset. You can go to an arcade. You can go to a concert, a comedy show, botanical gardens, a silent disco, which I went last night for the first time, a sound bath. You can go to a movie. You can go shopping. You can go to a spa. You can get your nails and uh, toes done. You can go to a farmer's market. You can go to a workout class, like a yoga class or a hit class or something like that. And I just wrote all these things that you could do. And it's like, you want to just change one aspect of your life? That's why you can't change. So think about this podcast next time. Next time somebody is unknowingly trying to self-sabotage, well, self-sabotage, unknowingly trying to sabotage your progress and your lifestyle that you want to live. It's not their job to take care of your health. It's your fucking job. It's your job. And it's not their goals. It's not their dreams. So you're going to have to adjust you. You're going to have to change if you want to change. That's it. That's the podcast.